Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verse 12. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the stripes of linen lying by themselves, and he departed to his home, wondering what had happened. You know, the story of Peter has got to be one of Scripture's greatest stories of forgiveness and redemption. This is only part one of that redemptive story. But secular history paints a picture of Peter as the old man of the group that he was a big and tough Galilean fisherman. Yet when he was given even a glimmer of a second chance, a chance to make things right for his denial of Christ, he got up and he ran to the tomb. He ran to find out the truth. He ran while many of us still sit and waited out in our own personal pity party. Other scriptural versions uses the language here that Peter marveled. When he saw the evidence of the hand of God, he marveled. And one more thing, notice that the clothes were still there. You know, they say to this day, the naysayers that is, that someone stole the body of Jesus. So let me ask you this, if someone stole the body of Jesus, as again so many claim why would they have left his burial clothes verse 13 says behold two of them were going that very day to a village named Emmaus which was 60 stada from Jerusalem they talked with each other about all these things which had happened and while they talked and questioned together Jesus himself came near and went with them but their eyes were kept from recognizing him These two individuals, and we really uh, know only the name of one, were apparently walking along and talking about the recent events that had transpired there in Israel. The Bible warns us (laughs) that many have entertained angels unaware. And while this wasn't an angel, but rather the Lord himself, they still were completely unaware of who approached them to walk along with them that day. I think that's an amazing picture of our world. For these two walked along that day in sadness and perhaps with an air of desperation. They were simply out of ideas and out of hope. And yet, even as they walked and they talked of these things, even through that, Jesus was there with them. Just as he is even in such times for us. Even as he is at this very moment. And you see, Christ not only joined them, but Please note, he went with them. That strikes me because it's clear that even in times of trial and disappointment and even human despair, Christ travels with us. It is that level of love that he bestows upon us, not merely some ideal or a creed, but intimate, personal involvement. The whole of his earthly life is proof of that. He did more than just say he loved us. He came to walk with us, commune with us, and to experience what we experienced. In this, 
We know that we are never alone, for he will never leave us nor forsake us. Never. Even when we think we are alone. Verse 17 continues, he said to them, What are you talking about as you walk and are sad? One of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things which have happened there in these days? So again, as he walked along with them, Jesus asked about the events that had transpired. It's clear that he knew, but did they? I mean, how did they see these things? What did they think happened over there in Jerusalem? Verse 19, he said to them, What things? And they said to him, The things concerning Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who would redeem Israel. Yes, and beside all of this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Also, certain women in our company amazed us, having arrived early at the tomb, and when they didn't find his body, they came saying that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of us went to the tomb and found it, just like the women had said, but they didn't see him. Now these two accounted to Christ the historical events that had transpired. But they didn't understand the greater picture. The knowledge of the facts, a clinical view, a grasp of the events of the cross, were not enough. I mean, most of us can do that. After all, we know the story, don't we? We know the historical points of that which transpired there, but do we behold the grandeur and the epic nature of what actually occurred? Their words were, quote, we were hoping, end quote. And therein lies the reason for their blindness. You see, they didn't recognize Jesus because he wasn't, well, in their mind, supposed to be there. These things hadn't worked out the way that they had planned. It all of it had turned out opposite of what they hoped and believed. And when they don't for us, that is when things don't work out the way we believe and hope, we also fail to recognize his presence and his continued involvement. We're apt to forget that he's alive. Verse 25 says, He said to them, Foolish people, and slow of heart to believe in all the prophets have spoken. Didn't the Christ have to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Beginning from Moses and from all the prophets, he explained to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Christ, in what was no doubt giant patience, <laughs> reminds these followers of the scripture, the prophecies, and deeper, the meaning behind what they had seen. He said, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things? You see, this was the part they failed to understand. They, as of yet, did not grasp the importance of what Jesus had done. He didn't counsel them with man's comfort or ideals herein. He didn't try to explain in the context of their modern thinking. Rather, please note, he shared scripture. He understood that in scripture are, quote, all things that pertain to life, end quote. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. 
For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Music